Blog Talk Radio. There was a time I was so afraid, so scared to do what I wanted. In looking back, I can see all the mistakes that I made, and I wish that I Talk to me and tell me I can change. Don't be afraid. Just walk with your head up high. Don't be afraid. Just take it one step at a time. Don't give up on your dreams, no matter how small. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio Safe Recovery. This is Monica Richardson, and I am your host. Today is January 31st, 2017, and I'm really happy to be here and see some people in the live chat. Hi there, Tom. Hi there, Powerful and Fred, and I saw some people going in and out. Uh, I decided to just do a show by myself, sort of a throwback show, where we kind of go over this most recent uh, safety thing that's come out from New York GSO. Um, I want to thank everybody who called, Tom, and uh, anyone who I I called and asked, and people who did call New York. They were having a big board meeting. I want to just uh, say a few things. One, um, I need a new song. (laughs) That is my song, and um, I wrote it and sang it, but I'm like, one step at a time, you know, it's really getting to me. I've got to write a new song. Um, So that would be a goal for this year. I want to do a few plugs. One is for the the most uh, the most upcoming um, film festival that the film will be in is going to be in London, and uh, I'll be there for a week. It's on the 15th of February. The festival runs from the 11th through the 18th. Um, it screens in the afternoon. It's really nice. It's right in the middle of London, uh, the International Film Festival of London. Uh, you know what? Let me get the right name of that by going to my. Be really great if I knew the name of it because it's not just it's not called the film festival of um never mind i'm gonna find it and then say it okay so it's it's loading it's loading here we go here we go and let's see screenings upcoming screenings upcoming upcoming just when you think the internet is super fast it slows down here we go so it's called international filmmaker a festival of world cinema London, England, okay? February 15th, Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. Uh, it'll be a shortened version. It takes place at the Crown Plaza Hotel in screening room one. I will be there. There'll be a short Q&A after, and I'll be there all week. I hope to see some of you ex-suppers and um, fans of the film and the work um, that uh, we all have been doing. The one after that is the Richmond International Music and Film Festival. I'm very excited about that. That is, the screening will take place on Friday, March 3rd at 2.30 at the Criterion in a, um, a real theater. So that's nice. Very excited. I'm going to that one as well. 
The other plug I want to make is to uh, the film is available on Amazon. Okay, so if you have Prime, it's free. If not, it's only a dollar ninety-nine. Uh, please, please, please go there and write a review. I mean, some of these uh, reviews, the haters just you know they got out. Um, somebody just wrote a review, a positive one. He gave me a four star, and um, he was an AA member for thirty years. And he says, I can attest that there are 13 steppers looking for prey at every meeting. As a rule, the old timers do our best to protect newcomers from the predators, but we can only do so much. What a what a great post! It's very long, and um, so I just want to say, I know a group of you have already done it. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, um, Silver. There's a bunch of people who have done it already. Thank you, Harriet. Uh, but anyway, if you could, even if it's one line, guys, just give me a a nice rating, an honest rating for you. And then, um, yeah, uh, so we're going to go on with this. This is, I'm going to take some calls at the end. Maybe, you know, if you make a comment, I'd love to hear your comments and thoughts about this new thing that just happened. So what happened is I decided to finally go forward with a following up on the petition that I sent to New York. Uh, There was about 500 signatures. It's interesting, thousands of people view the petition, but only 500 sign it. The problem with anonymity, you know, as well, you see these new petitions, a million people, you know, sign a petition in England to not have her talk to Trump. It's amazing how fired up people have gotten with the politics of today. But um, so what happened is I decided to, you know, I met with uh, the head of a really successful nonprofit activist, Mercy for Animals, uh, a few months ago, and he kind of told me how he I said, how did you grow so fast and so well and to create change? And so he shared with me what he did, what they did. And um, so I decided to follow up with phone calls and, you know, never got through to him, the guy who's the uh, uh, Greg Tobin, Greg T-O-B-I-N, if anyone out there is listening and wants to make their own phone call. Uh, I would highly encourage you to do it. I would encourage you to call and keep notes and um, and ask them what they're doing, if you're upset about it, if you're forced there. Uh, as a nurse, if you're forced there by a doctor, um, as a doctor or a pilot, I really encourage you to call and say, uh, Alcoholics Anonymous has no business in uh, these professional organizations. And they say, we don't know. And say, yeah, you do know. It's your members that created these organizations in the 1970s. And you're not a professional. Um, the more that it isn't just me, as you can see, people got out and were very upset about uh, you know, the, um, the whole immigration thing recently, uh, that People can really, when they get together and make noise, things can happen. Um, so I'm going to start with this. So one of the guys on the deprogramming uh, from AA Facebook site um, posted this, and I'm really glad because I don't really know where he got it. But I'm going to, we're going to start tearing this up like we did um, the big book and stuff. If you have any questions, you want to post them or comments down here in the chat room. I can see everybody. Uh, I know there's Fred and John and Powerful 68. Hi, Powerful. I haven't seen you in a while. And um, Semantics 200. Uh, hi, everyone. I'm, uh, thank you for joining me. Um, there are some things in this that I think are good. You know, And I know there's people out there who we all, you know, anti-AA people, don't think they should do anything so that it can fall in on itself and destroy itself. But, see, what I feel like is, you know, even though I dislike AA immensely, uh, I don't want people to be harmed. You know, it's going to take a while before AA shrinks to, like, you know, a peanut. So in the meantime, let's save some lives. So here I go. Safety and AA are common welfare. Um, safety is an important issue. 
with AA, one that all groups and members can address to develop workable solutions and help keep our meetings safe based on the fundamental principles of the fellowship. And one of the things that um, I noticed, and Tom, I think you know, you may feel this the way I do, it's interesting how they care more about the group than the person. So here we go. The first thing they do is they quote Tradition 1, which was written in the 1950s, like I give a shit about that and what the long form. Each member of Alcoholics Anonymous is but a small part. Oh, see, right now, you know, well, they're such fuckers. You know what I mean? It's like each member of Alcoholics Anonymous is but a small part of a great. No, we're not a small part. Each one of us are a full, empowered human beings, and I'm not a small part of anything, and neither is anybody. So that's a way that they get in and keep people small. I mean, I know there's really successful people in AA, huge. Like, you know, Stephen King is in AA. Elton John is in AA. But, like, anyway, the average Joe, um, AA must continue to live or most of us will surely die. I can't believe they they printed this. (laughs) AA must continue to live or most of us will surely I don't think so. Hence our common welfare comes first. So here we are again with the cult think and the group think. Hence our common welfare. No, you're, no, the group welfare does not come first. It's very much the beginning of Mr. You know, Hitler, um, whatever. But individual welfare follows close. Yeah, right, whatever. Listen to this, though. So this is something that will actually help. Uh, this is service material that was distributed from the General Service Office. I, w- I would say that all of you should, should get it, grab it, save it, uh, and print it, and share it everywhere. This is what it starts with. AA groups are spiritual entities made up of alcoholics. What? Like, AA groups are... When the f- is an AA group become a spiritual entity, which now makes it even more of a religion than we have ever seen, Right? Okay, so now when someone gets, gets forced to go for any reason, like a pilot, a doctor, or an Indian chief, or a nurse, or Joe Schmo who got a DUI, you can bring this paper and say, I'm sorry, but AA groups are spiritual entities who gather for the sole purpose of staying sober and helping other alco- alcoholics to achieve sobriety. Well, the second is not true. Yet we are not immune to the difficulties that affect the rest of humanity. Alcoholics Anonymous, they, they wrote this years ago, is a microcosm of the larger society with, within which we exist. Problems found in the outside world can also make their way into the rooms of AA. Okay. As we strive to share in a spirit of trust, hmm, I, I, don't, I didn't get that except in my women's meeting, both at meetings and individually with sponsors and friends, it is reasonable for each member to expect a meaningful level of safety. Those attending AA meetings derive a benefit by providing a safe environment in which alcoholics can focus on gaining and maintaining sobriety. Now listen to this. Here comes the group thinking again. The group group can then fulfill its primary purpose. So here we go again that the group is more important. To carry the AA message. So the group, the, uh, the purpose of groups and meetings is not to teach you a drunk how to not drink. But you're, you're there, your primary purpose is to proselytize and carry the AA message. I, I swear to God, they probably don't know how they sound when they just wrote this. Right? To carry the AA message to the alcoholic is still service, blah, blah, blah. For this reason, groups and members discuss the topic of safety. Okay. Now, here we go into the next one. Anonymity and group action. Because AA as such ought never be organized. Okay. 
that's taken right out of the preamble, which is also 50 years old. All right? That's absolute bullshit. It is so organized. You know, when I brought CBS reporter with me to the um, PRASA, which is the Pacific Regional Trustees of Service Assembly, whatever, where there was 500, like, AHGSRs and uh, DCMs and area chairs and delegates and New York hoo-hahs in their suits, she was like, and even Val, who was my uh, filmmaker, she was my production assistant, said, this is really organized. And I was like, yeah, it's really organized. It's super organized. As indicated in Tradition 9, also 60 years old, is in individual members and groups who ensure that all members feel it. Okay, whatever. There is no government. Listen to this guy. So this is where they start to really, like, we're, you know, you can't ever get us for anything. We're kind of like Scientology and the KKK. We're, like, really different. Okay, guys? We're really not, uh, whatever. What are you? Are you really not a church? Are you you're really not a drug treatment program? And what are you then? Okay, so listen to this. It goes, there is no government within AA. Yes, there is. There's a hierarchy. Why don't you take out your, your triangle? Oh, and it's, you know, upside down triangle. Right, guys? So there's no government within AA and no central authority. Well, yeah, you have your DCM and you have your area chair, legal or otherwise, to control or direct or behave AA members. Hmm. Okay, so you're just like, everybody's just everybody. We're out on a ship, and you're all out for yourselves. And uh, and yet a pilot gets sent to you, or a professional, a doctor gets sent to you, a place where there's no authority or legal, there's no control, there's no direct behavior. Just nurses can be sent there for five years to this weird floating body of meetings. <laughs> okay, there's so... They don't even get it. You can tell by who, but some things are good here. I'm going to get to the good things. But the formation and operation of an AA group resides with the group conscience and its members. Really, if that were so, then when I was in it and we came up with this fabulous safety statement, and by the way, if you're listening and you're still in AA or you still go and you want to take the safety statement, just you can email me at makeaasafer at gmail.com, and I'll mail you some, and you can go pass them around. And also, if you're not in AA and you want a pamphlet to give to professionals, I have those, and I'll send you you know, 10 or 15 of those. You can send it to makeaasafer at gmail.com or find me on Facebook. Good Lord. Okay, so, um, all right, now they went on to the membership, all right? Um, a membership has never been contingent on any set of behavioral or moral standards beyond... Okay, we don't think we need to read this. So here's the thing, though. It says, beyond those founded on common sense, courtesy, and the timeless values of kindness and tolerance and love. You know what? I've heard from women that were treated like shit by other women members when they were sexually assaulted. And I know a lot of men who are called stupid and idiots with like 17 years sober, successful people, uh, so the the whole thing we have, oh, kind, kindness and tolerance and love. I guess somebody just wrote, there's not a fact there. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so then they say the third tradition states the only requirement for membership is the desire to stop drinking. And, you know, that's really not true. If you don't label yourself an alcoholic, you're going to get a lot of, you're in a lot of flack. I mean, if we all decided that we all, everyone who's in our group, we all went to a meeting and we said, you know, no, I have a desist desire to not drink. You know, I'm not labeling myself. We could all come back or we should or probably 
face re- Facebook live it and uh, come out come outside the meeting and tell everybody what happened. Um, okay, uh, let's see. They talk about how diverse they are, and I'm like, yeah, it's mostly white men over 50. Those are the numbers. Um, okay, some people who ever come into AA without an understanding of the type, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Dealing with disruptions. While most groups operate with a healthy balance, of spontaneity and structure. How do you like that one, guys? All right? AA people are spontaneous? I don't think so. Now, I, I, I did go to the Marina Center once. I walked in. They were like, can you leave the meeting? I have to leave. I'm the secretary. i got to go. I mean, there's that kind of like rogue meeting where that goes on. And then there's the Pacific group where it's like you got to wear a suit and tie. you got to shave your face. you got to wear a hat. you got to wear a mustache. you got ladies got to wear a dress, and it has to be below her knee. No, I'm just making fun. But anyway, um... You know, uh, let's see what else I underlined here. So often this can center on disruptive individuals, those who are are confrontational, aggressive, and those who are simply unwilling to put the needs of the group first. There you go. There you go, guys. So I don't know how many times we've now been told that the group should be first. So it's interesting, people in service, where that's how AA has – really you have people that are really successful and really a bunch of scumbags together is because of all that brainwashing that you have to put the need no 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 sorry that group is not coming first right you're coming first i'm coming this is bullshit such behavior can hijack the focus of a meeting and frighten members i think i'm going to swear in this episode more than i've sworn in the last 10 episodes guys um (laughs) Some groups have developed plans for addressing disruptive behavior and have established procedures through their group conscience to ensure, oh, here we go again, that the group's welfare is protected. What about your safety? What about the individual member's welfare be protected? doesn't say that, though, does it? In many cases, disruptive behavior is preempted by having the chairperson state the expectations for the behavior in the meeting. Well, that's good. That's what we did. Some groups, again, include their opening announcements that illegal and disruptive behavior is not tolerated. Okay, that's good. Still other groups have asked disruptive members to leave the meeting. Additionally, groups and members always have the option to call the appropriate authorities. Well, we would expect you would do that, but there's always like, who you hear here and what you say here, here, here. Yeah, what about the kids? Powerful. That's a good – they don't talk about children at all. And in my demands – and not really demands, but I wrote – it's like 13 points of, um, you know, uh, what I would like them to do. And that was sent, that was FedEx to them right before they were going to have this um, board meeting. All right. Now, if, if you just tuned in, I'm Monica Richardson, and I'm an activist for making things safer in AA and, and making alternatives um, available to everybody and to stop the coercion and court ordering of anybody to any meetings ever, violent and sex offenders, and no pilots, no doctors, no nurses, all that. That's my goal. Uh, Call judges and uh, begin that process um, very soon. I've already made calls. But anyway, we began by sending and reaching out to New York General Service Office, which I will continue to do until we talk or have a meeting to discuss getting them out of professionals' lives. So if you are not, which one of the first things they did is talked about how they aren't really anybody, 
you know, the no government within a no central authority, legal or otherwise, no control or direct the behavior of AA members, that it's just these, like, people residing together. Oh, man. Okay, that was the first page. Now the second page is marked up really some more. Group safety and unity. Situations that groups have addressed. through. Now this page is good, but I'm telling you, I want you all to get the hold of this piece of paper, save it in a Word document, and print it because it can help a lot of people because of some of the things that it's saying in it. Uh, for people who are getting uh, coerced and extorted to go. Situations that groups have addressed to their group include, so they're finally admitting it, sexual harassment or stalking, threats of violence, bullying, financial coercion, racial or lifestyle intolerance, pressuring AA meetings into particular point of view or belief relating to medical treatments and or medications, politics, religion, or other outside issues. Maybe, maybe Scott, uh, you could show this to the um, to the Hymns program and show them what a clusterfuck Alcoholics Anonymous really is. In addition, there may be other behaviors that go on outside of typical meeting times that may affect blah blah blah. Some groups have their own guidelines or procedures to help keep the meeting safe. AA members can speak to those who are acting inappropriately. Situations can be discussed at business meetings to come to group conscience about how to handle the situation. At a last resort, the disruptive mem- members, dis- dis- I can't say that word today, disruptive member may be asked to stop attending the meeting for a specific period of time. Groups that take this drastic action do it in order to preserve the common welfare of the group and to maintain a unity. So, that, you know, it doesn't say that groups take this drastic action to make members safe. They say it, it's because it's the common welfare of the group. And boo, boo, boo. It's okay, honey. As my dog, he's growling here. In any situation, if a person's safety is in jeopardy or the situation breaches the law, the individuals involved can take appropriate action to ensure their safety. Calling the proper authority. Blue, blue. They can, um, all right, you know what? I'm going to have to let my dog out for a second, guys. You want to hold on a minute? I'm not kidding. I let him in, and, and there must be somebody at my door. So hold on. Let me just get him out of here. Sorry for that, but I knew I, I knew better to let him in, but I, I let him in. Okay, let's see what some people are writing. Um, Beth went, A groups are spiritual entities. You mean they're ghosts, right? But never stop an old-timer cussing you out in public. Yeah. So I had talked to Beth about if you want to call in. Uh, I would, let me just finish these up, like these points. I want to get them out, and then I want to have people call in. Um all right, so I talked about, once again, that the groups can take this drastic action to preserve the common welfare of the group. Do they not understand it's about the individuals that need protection? The group is fine. Well, the group is really not fine because they're so deteriorating unless they're, you know, attended by really, you know, good, caring people. Um, and I know, I, I don't know men's, any men's meeting like that because, honestly, my husband went to one and there was a lot of abuse in men's stags with old-timers who, uh, in Hollywood, they're sometimes semi-famous stars or stars. And in women's groups, um, we didn't have anybody in my – it was a very small group, though. In any situation, if a person's safety is in jeopardy or – okay, I think I read that already. Sorry, I'm so distracted by this freaking dog of mine who's barking in the background now. Inappropriate or predatory behavior. This is good here, okay? 
inappropriate or predatory behavior such as unwanted sexual attention or targeting vulnerable members can also be troublesome. These behaviors may go on outside of a typical meeting times. While AA members can be caring and supportive to those affected, we are not professionally trained to handle such situations. Wait, what does that mean? So if you get that, but you're professional enough that you can handle a pilot, a nurse, or a doctor uh, forced to go there, but you can't handle it when your own members get sexually targeted? Hmm, that's kind of interesting. Law enforcement and other professionals may be necessary. Yeah, I think so. Okay, next paragraph. Victims of inappropriate behavior, harassment, or predatives can let the group know about such situations, often through a sponsor or a trusted friend. So what I want to say to that is that, no, harassment is illegal, and, um, it's, and the predator part is criminal, and sometimes it happens to children, and that telling a sponsor or a trusted friend is not good enough that you should go to the police, and then if it crosses the lines of states, then it's the FBI. Um, and also, you know, I've got to tell you something. If you go to the police and nothing happens, I would call the FBI. If you have been assaulted, a children harm, and if you have been extorted, here's, here's who can help, because they actually know. The FBI here in Los Angeles and Florida and New York, they, they already know how AA members are involved in the charade with rehab and sober living because they exposed Chris Batham here. And these were in the newspaper, the one in Florida and in New York and Jersey, I think. They, they understand these two-hatter people. So if you were to go to them and tell them, they're not going to be surprised. And I believe if there's really bad, bad stuff, uh, we're seeing them exposing it and arresting people. Um, okay, so here we go. They're telling you about um, this way the group is informed and members can help address the situation and encourage help for other problems. Group discussions should be focused on creating an environment where all alcoholics can find. Interesting. So this is the first time in this three-page thing that they use the word should, and I'm really conscious of it because AA is filled with... Um, uh, I got really distracted by what somebody wrote in the in the queue. I'm sorry. I'm going to try to focus here and finish this. Um, let me see. So uh, the thing that I find interesting is that it's, oh, man, the way the group is informed, members can help address the situation. Group discussion should be focused on creating an environment where all alcoholics can find. So they don't, what they're saying here is group discussion should be focused on creating an environment where all alcoholics can find and maintain sobriety. That means that then AA would have to also go to another level, and that they're not even. This is not to do with safety. This would mean that when it doesn't work for people, that people would be nice and say, you know, if people want to drink, that did you know about moderation management? Did you know about harm reduction? Do you know about naltrexone and Vivitrol and Camprol? These are three drugs for people who have cravings. Um, that there's smart recovery and that it's smart recovery in all the other groups that exist. You're not, you're not expected to proselytize. You're not expected that you have to like give back you know, and give back and give back to stay sober, which is not necessary, that maybe their members could learn about what science has accomplished in the last 20 years and that science has accomplished it, unlike what it says in Chapter 3 that they read out loud over and over to themselves, which is not true anymore, that they could be kinder to members wherein it doesn't work and rather say it's your fault, could say, you know, 
AA, I guess, is it working for you? Are you aware that there's other programs? Like, that would be better, too. Um, there's a, um, a thing on emergencies that's whatever, keeping a focus on our primary purpose. Here we are back to, um, you know, they're going to talk about love and tolerance is our code. Man, um, I, what I said, uh, <laughs> safety, however, is important to the functioning of the group. But what about the member? It's, again, the group. By maintaining order and safety in meetings, the group as a whole. The group as a whole. It doesn't say the member will benefit. It says the group as a whole will benefit and members will be able to focus on recovery from alcoholism and a life of sobriety. Oh, now you're like sentenced to a life of sobriety. Okay. Well, I think I've ranted enough. It's two pages. There's a third page. What can members and groups do? Now, I do think it's important um, that it's an, it's an improvement. It, it gives kind of the people a chance to um, that are in there. Like, I, you know, I don't know. You know, I'm kind of glad they didn't want to go along with me because it helped me leave. Like, the, you know, the more that I pushed back, the more I, like, saw, like, the insanity of AA and the cult and the group think that if they would have gone along with us and, you know, made the little – I would – you know, so in a way, I'm really glad that they were so close-minded and stubborn. And I understand some of you who don't want me to try to make it safer or they don't care about that. Here are some helpful suggestions and reminders. And they talk about, you know, to talk about issues of safety before they arise. And um, that, But I want to read this one thing in the end. In all discussions about safety, keep the focus on our primary purpose, our common welfare, and place principles before personalities. So they get their lingo in there where people are like brainwashed, you know, how they're like, eh, principles before, like the chanting that goes on. So there we have the group think. Um, um, all right, now I'm going to open it up for a discussion. Um, we have 15 minutes left. If anybody wants to call in, um, we'll give each person like a minute or so or a couple minutes if you want to call in, 818-475-9211. Um, let's see, what is the paper called? It's an official pamphlet. Okay, John. So John Stewart's asking this. Yes, this has just been released on the 27th. They just had a board meeting, and I was calling New York, and we FedExed some uh, requests of how we want to implement, how we want them to implement safety measures in a very broad way. I could send you, um, I'll send you a link of the paper, and then also what I sent to New York. Uh, if anybody wants it, just email me at makeaasafer at gmail.com. Or if you, so it's called safety and AA. And then there's a colon, Our Common Welfare, and it's service material from the General Service Office that was just, uh, I think it was January 27th, which was the date that this was released. Um, and I'm going to call and find out if uh, it was sent to, like, all the delegates and the GSRs and the uh, district people, and then you know that people, um, let me see what people have been saying. All right, I'm going to back up now. Could it be that they want to keep the money coming for the family? They really don't care if people not just keep it big for the big bucks. Let's see. Um, those behemoths going outside typical meetings, cover your ass. has never mentioned anything about it being inside the meeting. <laughs> That's a good point, Beth. Um, uh, all right, so... Um, yeah, yeah, okay, good. So if if you're in the chat room... Um, John got it and he posted it and it's on the AA.org site and it's a very new, and I would, you know, you're in the UK. I know there's a lot of people who really care uh, about that. And, and I, you know, I know you have issues too that are far beyond safety that you needed outside help, um, you know, but anyway, so here we go. 818-475-9211. 
Um, feel free to call in if you want to make a comment or um, have a discussion or ask a question. 818-475-9211. And once again, for those who came in late, uh, just a little reminder that the film, The 13th Step, is going to be playing in London uh, Wednesday the 15th of February, and then it's going to be playing in um, Richmond, Virginia, uh, at that Richmond International Music and Film Festival, and that will be on Friday, March 3rd at 2.30 at the Criterion Theater. Um, yeah, and if you haven't um, if you haven't given the review on Amazon for the 13th step, please, please go do it. All right, so we don't have anybody calling in, so I guess you want me to just continue to talk, which I guess I can. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of uh, people sharing, a lot of people joining. Maybe I should make some plugs for the groups on Facebook. So um, programming from AA or any 12-step group is a um, it's, it's a closed group. Sorry, I was just looking for it on Facebook. Uh, it is a closed group. We have 618 members. And I also have a couple of activist groups. So uh, Say No to AA for DUI. It's a public group with 85 members. That's Say No to AA for DUI or Professional Extortion. I think that's a really important one that um, we're going to uh, be working more on that stuff. I mean, but it's also getting involved with um, these two festivals. And then people were, like, trying to hack my leaving AA site, which they didn't, but they were trying, and so it created, like, a lot of stuff I had to deal with. Then there's the Exposed AA, Alcoholics Anonymous Activism. That's another group that I had, and I um, that's a closed group, and there are 67 uh, members in that. So um, these are places where you can connect and get support. You don't have to have been an AA member or an ex-AA member. It could be somebody that was just harmed, somebody that witnessed things that you're upset about, um, and you can still be a member of these groups. Now, I want to steer up some people, if you're in, uh, if you're listening, and you don't hate AA the way some of us hate it, that John Stewart has a group, has a website called Leaving AA, and uh, John is spelled J-O-N, Stewart, S-T-W-A-R-T, and he is out of the UK. And then there's also Recovering from Recovery is also a great blog, and Mike runs that, and that's out of the UK as well. And these are sites and people who felt like they had to leave. They left for different reasons, um, but they really needed to move on, and yet AA helped them for those early years. And so it's not as antagonistic, you know, as, um, say, uh, leaving AA, like my site, my blog, leaving AA when people come, they're usually really harmed. And if it's pro-AA, it's usually they're pretty much trolls. So I don't allow, um, I mean, I'll let a little go on for a little bit, but... Um, um, oh, so here's a question. Um, did they ever mention sexual harassment or abuse? Yes, so they did. And we have, a, we have a caller on the line, so I'm going to take it. They do mention it, and I'm going to read it to you in a minute. There we go. Let's see if I can click on this. Hi, caller. You're live. Can I have your name, please? Monica? Yes. Is it... Hi, it's Beth from Rhode Island. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you doing? Welcome to the show. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> Uh, thank you very much. I'm not used to calling uh, radio shows, so um, I tried to make a few notes. Um, I was just wondering, um, I tuned in a little bit late. Did you, 
do these people, uh, do these groups, or the uh, New York, uh, the hierarchy in New York, do they send the newest uh, edition here that you were reading off? Do they send it to to groups in different states or different? I don't know how the uh, the whole thing uh, falls out. They claim they're, uh, you know, each group is autonomous, but then they have a hierarchy with the top people in New York who go down. So I'm not sure how that works. Did they send this new? Right, right. So um, I was a little busy. So the, somebody posted it, what's today, Tuesday. I think it got posted on Sunday. And the weekends, yeah. I don't, you know, I try not to work about it. But I'm going to call tomorrow or the next day to see if they did this because they are highly organized. So I'm really curious. Did they just, like, mm-hmm. post it up? Um, how did the board, because they had a board meeting last week, decide that you're going to, like, send this to all the delegates or you're going to send it to all the delegates? That you, like, the best way would be, which is what I asked them to do, you send it to all the delegates, the GSRs, the DCMs, and you tell all the groups to have a discussion, you tell the DCMs to have a discussion, you have an area mm-hmm. discussion, right? Um, you know, now this is like, so I don't, I don't know the answer. I don't know if how they um, sent it out there. So I'm sure I'm going to find out, and then I'll I'll, I'll let people know in the group. Good, because it's, um, I know, I mean, I'm not familiar exactly how this stuff works, but I did work in a, you know, a big corporation at one time in the office, and I know these things are sent out. We have a big, you know, three-ring ring binders, and these things are sent out, and you spend hours taking the one thing off, you know, out and then put the other thing in, and it's just something maybe for the insurance or the lawyers or uh, somebody that you'll have it on file in case something goes wrong, and then you can say, "Well, it's right here. We have this on page, uh, you know, five thousand and two. Mm-hmm. You know." Mm-hmm, so I was mm-hmm. just wondering uh, how how that worked and how you know what it, what what the T's are, and, and you know, it's a start. You know, what you've been doing is great, and it's a start. And I was just wondering what the T's are, and you know. In, in this whole paper, so it's just some, you know, some questions I had in my mind, so I don't, you know, I know you don't have all the answers, but I just thought I'd close Right, them. right, but I did wonder it right away, and the other thing I thought of is that um, I could make some copies and just go back to my home group and, like, walk in and tell tell them that this is happening. I could go to a big women's group in Beverly Hills and just uh, raise my hand, speak my mind, and say what GS, you know, O just released in a memo, I'm leaving you copies to share, do what you want, and then walk out. Like I would, I, and then go to a really skanky meeting where I know there's real problems, and then do the same thing and be done. And if everybody who, who wanted to do it could also do that, because what if all they've done is just that, like what you just said? Like the board has a meeting, um, the employees know. Um, but what a lot of people don't realize that I hope we, they get it, that if you are working in Alcoholics Anonymous, if you are a volunteer, then the workplace harass, sexual harassment policies go into play. And most people, including people who've left and people who are in it, don't look at AA as a business, even though it is a non-for-profit. So now that they've well, released this, right, they've actually admitted to all this going on, right? Mm-hmm. And um, that pe- but people who have been um, sexually harassed while they were a greeter, while they were a secretary, or a literature person or coffee person has a valid case. And I think because um, you can't do it like you know random, but if you work for the nonprofit, there are rules. And the board 
of um, of directors that's on any nonprofit when it's a 501c3, they are responsible for its members. That's it. So that's, that's the law. And, you know, I mean, you know, there's laws. So people don't get it. I mean, it took me years to put that together because even a lawyer, civil rights attorney said to me years ago, she goes, well, but AA is not the workplace. And, you know, you can't, if somebody whistles you on the street, you can't. And I didn't have the answer to her yet then, but after making the film for five years, there's just of course, well, that's you know. just made up, uh, just made because I wasn't even. I was thinking of the general, you know, member who comes in off the street and thinks he's going to be saved or you know healed or whatever. But what's the difference between that and the person, like you just said, who is there in sort of a quasi official capacity, making coffee, uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, sitting. Well, sitting up at the front desk, whatever they do, you know, reading and calling on people or whatever. So I'm sure that they must have vetted all this stuff with their lawyers and said, you know, how can we protect ourselves in case we have a lawsuit from them? Never mind, you know, just uh, the average Joe coming off the street, you know. So it's very interesting. And um, one other thing I know in some of our uh, groups online, we talk about calling uh people, you know, AAGSO and all these AAWS or whoever, I was wondering if, if uh, you could post someplace the the numbers or the contact names of per, uh, people so it would be, you know, a little bit easier for us to just pick up the phone and, and call instead of, you know, looking online and Google and whatever. So that would be yes, nice. Yes, yes, of course. I, of course I will. I'll do it um, when I'm when I hang up on the show. I'll post it in the Expose AA group and then in the deprogramming group that with the name right. of who they were to ask for. And I, I do think that um, whether you went into a mental ward and were told you had to go to AA or uh, or whatever, or you're a pilot forced to go to AA, or, you know, that that call is as worthy to call New York as it is for me to call about a woman, a young 20-year-old, to being raped in West Los Angeles by a guy. I agree. Yeah. Did you have any more points? You said you made some notes. Do you have anything else you wanted to? Well, I think uh, most of it you you know you've uh, well you've covered or I've seen them uh, going through the scroll about you know they claim their per- uh, uh, their uh, what is it, what does it say here oh, oh, oh we're not professionals how can we stop predators how would we know what to do but on the other hand you know they make it. They sound like they're some kind of shrinking violence. On the other hand, isn't that the whole <laughs> point? <laughs> I like that. Shrinking violence. <laughs> oh God. You know, we're you know we're people from the Garden Club. We could never, uh, you know, well, isn't that their whole whole the, their, their advertising point that they're not professionals? That we're you know we're just uh, average people and. So I, I mean, I I really don't know. Like I think I wrote on on uh, one of the groups that the, it was very it was sort of amusing at the end when uh, they they talk about well they have to write, of course they have to write everything down uh, you know for their insurance and for their lawyers on on a piece of paper that says well if there is a fire or uh, if someone's having a heart attack. <laughs> Oh God! Oh my God! I've like I only made a forty-five minute show. I wasn't thinking right. I thought I had an hour show. I made this forty-five minutes. I have an hour. We have a minute left. A minute and a half. All right. I want to thank you, Beth, for calling in. I got to wrap up the yeah. show. Then thank you. All right then. Thank you so much Bye-bye. for calling in. Thank you, Beth, for calling. Okay. In. Okay.
Bye. Bye. All right, folks. Um, maybe I should have made the show an hour. I just didn't uh, think I needed a whole hour to do this, and I didn't have a guest. But I want to thank everybody who's in the chat room and, and everybody listening. There's a minute left. So John posted the link that's in here on the AA. Uh, AA dot, uh, I'm sorry, I just had it, and then it went away again. The AA.org. Where'd it go? That's so funny. Uh, yeah, AA.org and then forward slash assets, forward slash. I think if you go, just Google um, safety in AA and our common welfare, uh, you will get it. And once again, I um, will make some plans. And um, I think there's some good things. It's a start. And uh, I'm glad that they're doing it because you'll get a lot more people coming forward and talking about it. And, and just in closing, I want to say I've been reached out from people in South Africa in Scotland and New Zealand recently, um, who've told me pretty stories. Again, I'm Monica Richardson, and this is Blog Talk Radio Safe Recovery. I hope you have a great evening, and I will see you back here next week on Blog Talk Radio. Thank you so much, and good night. Bye, everybody. See you on the blogs.